Hey everybody, welcome to the Weekender Edition of the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Jared Yates Sexton, uh, Nick Houseman is, I presume, still in Florida, uh, hoping that he'll return unscratched, unbruised next week where we can uh, resume our regular podcast sensibilities. I am uh, holding down the fort on my own. We're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, I am uh, I'm working on a little something, uh, a little political theory. And so because we have these weekenders and, uh, you know, we like to pull the curtains back a little bit and do them a little bit different, uh, I'm going to work it out here in real time. I hope what I do here is beneficial. I, I, I hope it... Uh, it coalesces. I hope it comes together. It's a little bit like watching someone uh, walk across a, uh, a, a tightrope. Hopefully I will not fall. But, you know, I could always press pause or stop and edit, edit out one of those falls. So uh, let's just pretend that tension is still there. A reminder, if you want to listen to this whole episode, catch all the weekenders, get the live episodes. For the love of God. Go to patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, we need your support. Keeps this show ad-free. Keeps us editorially independent, which I have to tell you right now, with the way this country is going, the conservative reactionary turn and trajectory of the United States of America, you need this show to remain editorially independent. You need us to remain on the air. This is one of the few places you're going to hear discussions about uh, some really important things. Says patreon.com slash podcast. Help us keep going down this road. So one of the things that I'm working on right now um, is a little something that I'm just rattling around in my head. Um, I keep calling it stream politics. Uh, it's a it's a way of looking more. I don't know, more of a, a, a fuller context of how things happen. Uh, it's a mixture of uh, the material conditions that you might see in a, in a Marxism or something along those lines and a, and a movement away from, you know, this idea of great men of history that is uh, messianic in nature. It's one of the main errors that we make when we analyze politics. We get caught up in one individual after another, as if there's something inherently special about them that forces time to change or history to change or events to change or politics to change. And what ends up happening is we miss a larger picture. We stop noticing how echoes of the past have brought us into the present and are carrying us into the future. A lot like a stream. And I want to start this episode and this rambling, working on this topic uh, with a revelation that uh, has, has just come out uh, in the past few days. Of course, Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, one of the foremost, most powerful authoritarians in the United States of America, um, is, is priming his, his run for president of the United States. And his new book has come out. Uh, God, God knows what's called. I, they, they were bought up instantly 
uh, by every one of these Republican billionaire donors. Uh, that's how you know that he's got the seal of approval. Uh, it's it's part of the smallness of modern politics that every time one of these books is released, um, you know, all of these like deep, deep pockets and institutes and think tanks and conferences, they buy up these books and turn them into bestsellers basically to give kickbacks on the other side to uh, the political figure who uh, – and I'm using heavy air quotes here, authored them. So from his book, but also from a couple of investigations that have originated uh, uh, down in Florida, it's come out that uh, Ron DeSantis, who uh, before he got into politics, immediately before he got into politics, uh, served as a JAG in the military, uh, that is a, a, a judge advocate general, that is the uh, the legal arm within that that sphere uh, served as a jag and spent time at Guantanamo Bay and everybody knows what Guantanamo what Guantanamo Bay is but let's go ahead and give it uh, a little bit of uh, a definition here for our purposes Guantanamo Bay a lot like these rendition sites or, or black sites where during the war on terror, and who knows, uh, probably still continues, um, people are taken beyond borders and beyond regulations and, and observers uh, to places where certain laws are able to be cut out and or ignored. And Guantanamo Bay, of course, a uh, U.S. military installation where a lot of um, war on terror targets and a lot of the people just randomly caught up in the dragnet of the war on terror were imprisoned uh, without their rights. DeSantis uh, serving there, and by the way, uh, has been on the record saying that he, uh, quote, unquote, actual quote, enthusiastically served at Guantanamo Bay, a place where many, many human beings were mistreated, is a, a, a really telling thing. You know, we, we get caught up in uh, Ron DeSantis down in Florida, uh, the, the individual. And, and do not get me wrong, I, I find him repugnant. I find him repelling. Uh, the, the smugness, uh, the gleeful cruelty. Uh, this is one of the reasons why I think he has been um, tapped as a potential successor to the MAGA movement and Donald Trump. Is, is He has that ugliness to him. As an individual, this is a person who is more than fine to do the ugly work, the dirty work, and uh, to look you in the eye and, and show you that they enjoy it, that there's a, a, there's a certain amount of pleasure that comes with inflicting this pain and oppression. 